Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, what a weekend of making Mets fans really unhappy. That is <laughs> music to my ears. It is. They were maybe more annoying than normal. I'm not sure what it was about them or what it was about me, what it was about <laughs> us, or what it is about the Colorado Rockies who right now are winners of seven of their last 10 series. Woo! Winning homestand five and two against the Marlins and Mets. Two teams come into the series. Pretty good. They're, over, they're both at 500 or above. Uh, we're also 16 and 10 since April 30th. The Rockies would be. That's the second best record in all of the National League. That's your Colorado Rockies. Who's got the best record in the National League? Dodgers. We don't have to talk about oh. that. But and Giants lost today, so they're down by like half a <laughs> half a game. But still, wild one today. More on the field than than anything. Saturday there was off the field stuff that seemed wild. But eleven ten win on Sunday in a similar game. We've had three of the last four games and four contests at Coors Field where the Rockies get a little bit of a lead. The opposing team comes back on the bullpen. It looks bad. All the momentum's lost. And somehow the Rockies find a way to win. You know, there's a baseball adage that a third of the games you win, a third of the games you'll lose, and a third are up for grabs, mm -hmm. right? And exactly. That You know what that sounds like? Sounds that's like baseball. that's baseball. <laughs> yeah. And, and so three of the last four days are games that the Rockies, a bad team, would lose. And they actually won those games. Does that mean they are going to the postseason? No, not necessarily. There are about three and a half games out of the final wild card. Sure, they're still, you know, six games under 500, but trending upward, staying relevant, and, and being playing competitive baseball overall. The relevant Colorado Rockies. There's a saying that that's the nicest thing you can say about the Rockies, but this has been a lot of fun to cover recently. It has been, and, and one of the players kind of in the middle of the fun. There are other other players who are are doing a really nice job right now, but a guy who's having fun on the field, defensively, offensively, is Ryan McMahon. Oof. He is in a serious spot right now. He's homered in his last three games, last three days. Mm -hmm. He had gone 27 straight games without a home run. That was like tied for his third longest homerless streak. So he was slumping a little bit, made two really nice plays in the last two days, getting a, a runner out at home plate, a 5-2 to two put out. Those are rare. So that's literally taking a run off the board from the opposing team. He does that on Saturday. He does that on Sunday. And he's just, he's incredibly hot right now. And in fact, we've got some video of him mm -hmm. discussing exactly how scorching red Woo! his hotness is. Yeah, real hard fought game today, uh, kind of back and forth. We came back, they came back, um, but we, we got them today, which was pretty important. And uh, yeah, we've been playing good ball lately. Um, hopefully continue it on this road trip. We talked about Randall Gritchick to Buddy back there. He's hitting like 366 yeah. with a 936 OPS. Since he's come back to this team, how big has he been in that lineup? He's been awesome. Um, I mean, if you just watch his at-bats, even when he's getting out, he's putting up good at-bats, which, I mean, honestly, the pitchers will tell you that really wears on, on a pitcher. So um, having him doing that day in, day out, it's been huge for us. Um, he's just been that guy kind of in the middle of the lineup, getting us over the hump. Ryan, I know you got asked yesterday about getting a little hot, and you kind of put the question to the side. When this does happen, though, is it more mentally clicking, physically clicking? I mean, what is the mix when stuff starts to go a little bit right? Uh, no comment. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, man, honestly, I'm, I'm just trying to go out there and play good baseball. Um, even when I'm going bad, I'm trying to do that, too. So 
just feel myself a little bit more, um, liking what I'm doing in the box and repeating it better. He's feeling himself. Also, like, Loki is such a funny guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice, the, the no comment. Buddy's been doing that a little bit lately, I feel like, and, and McMahon, you know, they're playing off of each other and, and having fun. It helps when you're, you're winning baseball. Yeah. It, it helps keep that mojo. McMahon, a triple shy of a cycle, and he reached base four the first five innings today. Well, he just was unstoppable. Literally everyone else this entire series on oppo the opposing teams has had triples. Yes. And Rymack couldn't get a triple today. It's like yes. everyone else had one. I just think it's so crazy, though, that Rymack went 103 at-bats without a homer, and that was as of Friday, and then he hasn't stopped. Hasn't stopped, no. Is it crazy that Jeff McNeil comes in again late, another single? He hasn't had an extra base hit since May 1st. He's just a single machine. <laughs> Jeff McNeil, it's fitting that his number is one because all of his hits are just one base. James in the chat. Gotta love the relevant Rockies. Very <laughs> relevant. James, yes. The Relevies. No. Colorado Relevies? Took Workshop. it too far? Keep, keep workshopping right, it. Right, keep we're, workshopping we'll come back. It. We'll come back. Uh, we'll come back to Ryan McMahon. Five RBI. Ties a career high. It's fantastic to see that. He was actually 0 for 16. If you go back to that final game of the Rangers series on Sunday, and then the first three against Miami. Since then, he's something like 7 for 14. Batting 500. That's really great. Randall Grichik has been playing really well. Um, let's talk about Austin Gomber real quick. Not his best. Four innings pitch. Gave up six earned runs. Eight hits. Three walks. Three strikeouts. But they won today. So that kind of heals all wounds. And again, he wasn't too down on himself. Just like, yeah, you know what? I, it, I just didn't maybe have my best stuff. But we got the win, so mm -hmm. that's kind of the big story. And it is. You know, he did note, too. He was like, you know, I feel like a lot of the times that he was saying this about his, his outings, he's like, I feel like I will be doing well and striking everyone out, and then there's one inning where yeah. a bunch of runs score, and it's always just that one inning. And that was definitely the case today, where he was cooking until he wasn't. Yeah, I'm actually surprised there's not, uh, and maybe it does exist out there, because there's plenty of pockets in the baseball nerdy, mm -hmm. you know, universe where some kind of stat where if you take out one worst inning or if you're allowing for five of your worst innings in a season, something like that to rejigger the numbers and, and really kind of identify guys who have those kind of bad innings. You know, it does say something about them that they're not able to work through it because you got to be able to do that mm -hmm. to go deep into games. But that could be uh, could be something to that. So I think that was interesting. Yeah, but he was working through it earlier in he the was. game. He yeah. was in a situation where the bases were loaded and he worked through it. And then, what, he flew too close to the sun? Couldn't work through it eventually. Flew too close to the moon. Maybe that's where he likes moon. throwing the curveballs. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Nimmo. Great. We don't have to see him anymore, right? Welcome back. Goodbye. Hi, bye. Okay, he was on base every single time. Every time. He picked up a bat. Yeah. What the hell? He, I thought he got out a couple times today. No, he struck out he once. once. <laughs> well, oh, it was Saturday night. He only reached base. He only got a single hit. But yeah, today he made up for that. Yes, yeah, singled in the first, then Gomer got a double play. Mm -hmm. That was really nice to see. And then, yeah, Gomer got another double play after a Nimmo leadoff single in the third inning. So he did a nice job. With that, uh, kind of working through those jams, Daniel Bard continues to be effective mm -hmm. without his best fastball yet. One and a third scoreless innings pitched. Has an 0.68 ERA this year. Susie, my question Ooh. for you is, we did see a blown save by Pierce Johnson on Thursday. He does have an ERA north of six. Are we close to seeing a change at closer? <gasps> I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, I, think, I think we will see Daniel Bard the closer 
soon enough. I think we'll see Daniel Bard the closer before the All-Star break. Ooh. But, I mean, aside from, you know, yeah, that blown save from Pierce Johnson, I mean, he's got, what, 10, 11 saves this season? He's been really solid. He's been, like, for the most part, pretty dependable. Um, and Buddy did say that Daniel Bard is still working on some things. Yep. He's not quite there yet. So I think we'll see him soon. But also, like, I have no issues with Pierce Johnson, aside from, you know, that one game. Surprise, surprise. We think identically. Yes. No. I, oh, what a, I, it's I, a boring <laughs> podcast where the two hosts just agree with oh, each yeah. other. Oh, yeah. Great point. Okay. <laughs> I think that's going to happen, too. You're right. Yeah, it's kind of. That's really upsetting, Patrick. People are coming up through the stairs. Everything's fine. That was a bit. We're fine. We're fine. Guys, that was a We're bit. Okay. You can go back down. We're okay. The entire staff. No. Yeah, tell them we were kidding. Call the cops on that. No, that was a bit much. No, 11 for 12 and save opportunities. Yes, sometimes that just happens where, you know, you, you give up a lot of runs in a non-save opportunity. So it's kind of too bad. So sad. No harm, no foul. And, you know, talk, I talked with Daniel Bard a little bit before the game. And in a weird way, this might be better because Bard's having the better season. If you just want to look at ERA, mm -hmm. you say, well, there's there could be a lot higher leverage situations early on in the game where you got runners on base. Who's going to be, come through in that spot and get a strikeout when you need it in the sixth or seventh mm -hmm. or even eighth? Maybe in the ninth, you're dealing with seven, eight, nine in the lineup. So give that to Pierce Johnson. But the harder job that has to get yeah. done you have the daniel bart so you kind of you, you kind of have your cake and eat it too oh yeah that makes sense okay. as as uh queen elizabeth said no who marie antoinette marie antoinette let and then me, they chopped off her cake. head so yes bye bitch <laughs> wait did she say that or she said let them eat cake have your cake and eat it too my oh yeah <laughs> actually it could be That's a, you know what we are equally wrong but we also figured it out we're good but you know who the king is but not the king, but black, <laughs> kind of. You know, Bud Black hit a career milestone today, win number 441. He's the prince. He is the prince. King Clint Hurdle, Prince Bud Black. Yes. I like that. Um, uh, congratulations, Buddy. Um, the only thing I admire more than Buddy as a manager is Buddy's commitment to never talking about himself. Yeah. <laughs> whenever you ask him about something that he has accomplished. Didn't that, did that happen Wednesday or Friday when you were there where he was asked about Don Baylor and then he wanted to talk about something else? Uh, I think that was Friday. It was yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kind of did that again where he was like, well, you know, Ryan McMahon is really on a hot streak right now. He just didn't, <laughs> wasn't having it. So that was really great to see. He did say on Friday that, you know, Don Baylor was an uh, intimidating guy at the plate and, you know, threw inside and Don Baylor wouldn't back down. Second most hit by pitches, only behind Craig Biggio, at mm -hmm. least in the modern era since 1901. But went and looked it up. And I think Buddy mentioned this. Buddy plunked Don Baylor. Four times more than any other hitter. Yeah. So how about that? So you technically plunked him a fifth time here going Ooh. ahead. I don't know. Oh, that's actually really funny. That that could be it. Also, uh, Francisco Alvarez, don't want to see him anymore either. You know what? He he enjoyed wow. his time at Coors Field. That home run on Saturday, I don't think I've seen a regular season home run get pimped like that at Coors Field before. Relax, that was dude. a shot. <laughs> and then he goes and does it again on Sunday. So... That was, uh, that was absolutely wild. Look, it's going to be absolutely wild here at the DNVR bar. June 1st for game one <laughs> of the 
NBA Finals. Like I NBA Finals. First time we've seen the Nuggets in this, and it is going to be popping here. You're going to want to plan ahead, get here early. This is the place to watch. If you're not at Ball Arena or if you're not physically at one of these games, this is the spot. Yeah, it, it, if you get 15% off. If you are a diehard, love to see that. You get uh, 20% off all the merch. I mean, we've got a whole thing set up down there for all of our uh, yeah. diehard gear Nuggets gear. We got other stuff too. You can get that at dnvrlocker.com. Ship that out wherever you want. Access to the diehards only Discord. And right now, that Discord is popping off in our Rockies chat. I mean, uh, yeah, we had so much conversation in there during the game. The crew is really, really good. They bring some really fresh ideas too. So I, yeah. I, I love to see that. And look, we get the reputation, and fair, fair enough that. You know, we're, we're a Denver sports bar and we show Denver and Colorado games here, mm -hmm. right? Some have even suggested that this is an emo club. And you know what? I think both those things are true. Oh, we are also <laughs> a great rock club for, for emo artists, really just on Spotify. But still, we, we really like to rock out when, when there's not a game going <laughs> on. No game. Night every night here. Yes. Exactly. Chandler, our bar manager, um, has a great playlist going. Yeah. Whenever it's yeah, whenever it's like an off night. And shout out to Pretty Amanda. Busy. Amanda Amanda plays the vibes too. She, she, she oh, likes okay. the emo. Yes. She yes. does like that. Uh, they uh, I, I think they might have been at the game today because they scooped some good tickets over on Game Time tickets. Woo! Because it was actually sold out today, 47000 we'll, we'll get to the crowds a little bit, mm -hmm. but a sold-out game, you say, ah, ticket prices are going to be really expensive. Here's the thing. If you wait close to the start of any event, including a sold-out event like the Rockies game today, you can get up to 60% off the face value. If it is still at face value, or maybe even more than that, it's okay because first-time users sign up with code uh, and sign up and use code DNVR, and you get 20% off your, your purchase. So... The, that right there is going to help supplement the cost of tickets to a really popular game. Twenty percent or twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Thank you. Yes. That's right. Which really? can be even more unless, yeah. unless you're going to a very expensive <laughs> event. But yeah, twenty bucks. That's that's fantastic off that first purchase when you use code DNVR. Join over 15 million people who've downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all their favorite events. Courtside. Now that twenty dollars is not going to make a big dent in it's not, it. It's a drop in the bucket. No, but if you want to get in. To a Nuggets game again for the finals, code DNVR gets you $20 off. Or you can just wait closer to the start of the event. And you know what? You can probably watch the NBA Finals over on Fubo TV as well. They've got 140-plus channels of live sports shows, movies, and news streaming all the time. You can watch from any device. Uh, watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. They also have a free seven-day trial right now, which is really cool. No, no contract, no cable, no hassle. It's really great. French Open's coming up. Uh, WNBA. NHL draft on ESPN, all kinds of stuff, F1, you name it. It's over on Fubo TV. Altitude Sports is also the spot too. We need to supplement your your Nuggets information yes. and your your Nuggets content. You can get all that and more. Link is in the description. Sign up using that link for Fubo TV. FuboTV.com/dnvr. Link's gonna get you 15% off that bad boy. Saturday at 10-7 win. Chase Anderson gets his first win of the season. First win for the Rockies, which was nice to see five innings pitched. Only gives up one run. 1.72 ERA in his three starts. They've all been at course field. Yeah, um, good for Chase Anderson. A very, honestly, a random pickup. He's, like he's, the, the, the Rockies are the most random team. He is the Jose Urania of 2023, which is a, very much a compliment. <laughs> It's, yeah, okay. I mean, well, I, I, maybe we need to have more context because, like, wait a minute, Patrick, 
He just got designated for assignment a month ago, so he wasn't good. Yes, but the Jose Urania of 2022 in 2023. Mm -hmm. So there's some fine print beneath that. Thank you for clarifying. Beneath that the compliment there. Justin Verlander, not so good. Had a 1.20 ERA coming into this mm -hmm. series, pitching at Coors Field. In fact, the last time he had pitched at Coors Field was his last full day, and his last start as a member of the Detroit Tigers. Oh. August 30th, 2017, the next day, traded to the Astros. Wow. How about that? Oh, my gosh. So comes back. He's been so many places these past couple of years. Yeah. Comes back. Or actually, I think that was 2018. Comes back five years later, two teams later, one Tommy John surgery later. Mm -hmm. One kid later? I don't think he has a kid yet, does he? He has two kids. Two kids well, later. His, uh, one, of his, one of his kids is named Hunter. So Hunter I will not forget it. Verlander. Too many errs in there. No. <laughs> yeah. Hunter Verlander. Wait, are you talking about Chase Anderson? You said Chase Anderson. Oh, maybe. This I, whole time you've been talking about Chase Anderson. No, Justin Verlander. He uh, he gave up six runs in his five innings, and we didn't expect that from from Verlander because he had been really good. One point two ERA in his three starts, and um, you know, but he he tried to hang around, and uh, it, it was it only helped so much. It's so funny. Um, uh, Michael, our Mets fan who was in the chat uh, leading into this Mets series, kept saying stuff like, ah, you know what? Even though you've got Scherzer and Verlander coming in, he's like, one of them is going to mess it up. That's right. One of them is going to blow it. Um, and it, yeah, it was kind of Verlander. It was. And then the Rockies get the series win, which was great. Friday was the loss. Again, Jeff McNeil with a bunch of singles. More triples. It started off that way. You had two from Nimmo in the same game. 23rd time that that's happened, I think, in Coors Field history. Michael Tolley did it last September. That was one Didn't of those. Didn't Marlon do it, like, a couple days ago, too? <laughs> I think they just had, like, three or four guys who, who had done it. So so the Mets ended up having five triples in the series. Rocky said the one. Mm -hmm. So so six in three days. It's a lot. And, and not all of them were good triples. There were ones that, you know, you don't give an error to, mm -hmm. the, to a guy in the corner. But it was like, eh. Could have, could have done a little bit better. What? They could have been avoided. I'll say that. What happened to Chris Bryant today where he, like, hit his head on the wall? He got bonked. Yes. We didn't get what a chance to, to see him. A little bit of a neck rattling. He did stay in the game and seeing the replay. It wasn't as jarring of, you know, neck movement there going on yeah. where his head hit the padding. He hit the exact part in the padding and the auxiliary score where there's all chain link fence. Thankfully, he just hit that panning part, yeah. which was really good. And Francisco Alvarez, actually on Saturday night, got thrown out at third base. Technically, he touched third base for the triple and then came off the bag. McMahon held the tag there. Uh, that got overturned. The record, though, for triples in a game, I remember this. I was at this one in 2019. Cincinnati Reds did it five times in a single game. Pretty wild to see. Who's hot right now? Absolutely everybody. Everyone got a hit today. Everyone got a hit. Everyone got a hit. Everyone got a hit on Saturday. Charlie Blackman has got a nine-game hit streak. He's also reached base in 18 straight. Ooh. Jerks and Profars on base streak has now reached 35 games. So impressive. 11 behind the record. 11 behind tying at least Michael Kadire at 46. Grichik, three more hits on Sundays, batting 366 on the season. Nine for 21 with four doubles this week. I asked Buddy about that post game, and you know, Grichik kind of getting overlooked in that conversation. A lot was made about Brendan Doyle because he was the first guy to inject a little bit of life, a little bit of that BDE. But now it's been a little RGE, Randall Grichik energy <laughs> injected into the Colorado Rockies, and again, oh 16 and 10 since April 30th, second best in the National League. 
Just love insane. To see this is love this this is this has been a fun stretch. It this has been. Made, this has made up for how depressing April was. It really has. And then, you know, the crowd today was great. 47,000 plus. I I figured we'd be in the mid to high 30,000s for this weekend, 30 on Friday. I think it was 35 uh, 34 36 something like that on on Saturday, but Sunday put it over the top. Nice weather. It's Memorial Day weekend. Mets are in town, but I think the other piece to it was 30th anniversary, and you know the AT&T Sportsnet did a good job of bringing the legends on yeah. to the broadcast. And first pitch was great. You had the trio of them: Jason Jennings, Brad Hop, and Ubaldo Jimenez. Uh, and you actually caught up with uh, Pierce Johnson talking about, "Hey, how cool is that as a Colorado kid yeah. to catch the first pitch by the only Rookie of the Year award winner in franchise history?" Oh, Tiff, can we play it? <laughs> the Pierce Johnson video. Pierce Johnson, Colorado native. What was it like catching a first pitch from a Rockies legend? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, those are three guys I got to watch a lot growing up. So uh, being able to meet them in person and everything. And uh, I don't know, they were just all genuine dudes just wishing us the best. And it was cool to see, see them back in uh, their old stomping ground. Have you met any of them pre uh, prior to this? No, I hadn't. So that was a pretty cool experience for me. Now, even though you are playing on the same field, is it do you still get a little starstruck seeing these guys that you looked up to when you were younger? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, those guys, they had really good careers. And like, I hope to have a career as long as a lot of those guys. So uh, it's just cool to see the guys that I emulated growing up and get to meet them in person. Who threw the best first pitch today? Jennings. He fired a strike. <laughs> right. I didn't even move. It was great. I think he still got it. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Pierce Johnson, thank you. Saw the new clubhouse set up, and um, they changed a lot of stuff over the years. So, but before then, it was, I can't even tell you. Did you when you were trading away? Did the other two teams you pitched for? Did you ever pitch here again? Um, not here. I pitched against the Rockies in Houston. Right, but um, never back here. Never back here. No, no I hadn't had enough. No starts here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Jason, after all these years, you are still the only Rocky to be Rookie of the Year. How proud are you? Not that, of that fact, but the fact that you were a rookie of the year. Um, you know, I think being away from the game a little bit and really being able to look back um, on things that accomplished over the years, and, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, especially pitching in this yard, pre-steroid testing, pre-humidor, um, it was a challenge. We, you know, you got to face Gray Bond, you know, multiple times a year, and. Uh, you know, just guys of that caliber in this yard. And it's not so much the home runs as it was, you know, just the space that our outfielders had to cover. And the bloop singles, the doubles, the triples that are normally outs on the road really presents um, a huge challenge as a pitcher here. So, um, you know, I, good defense, good run support that year. It all comes into play. Uh, but, you know, I think looking back was, uh, was very cool and very uh, something I can be proud of. And, you know, my kids were very, very young at the time, so they just they just think I'm dead. They're confused on why we're even here. Uh, so, but you know, being able to tell stories and they can tell their grandkids, and it's, it's something that I can always cherish, obviously. Yeah, there's Jason Jennings discussing being the only Rookie of the Year award winner in franchise history and coming back to to Colorado for the first time since uh, that big trade, you know, with with Houston. So, I uh, never came back to pitch. You know, pitched against the Rockies once in Houston, but but never here at Coors. So. Got the full experience. Mm -hmm. Got to bring his family, too, which was really cool for them. I bet that's so special. Yeah. When I was a, just a kid, I, I, did I a was the best young player. <laughs> I did a real cheese ball thing with Ubaldo. <laughs> 
today when you were uh, walking through the tunnel. I'm like, oh, you look like a strapping young man. You you should play ball sometime. Oh, you did not. And, and I didn't realize that the PR team was behind the whole crew. Oh, my and, gosh. And I got to look like, like, you're so stupid. I'm like, yes, I am. Hedrick, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> well, I'm buddies now with Ubaldo. You know, we've we've hung out now officially. So you'll you'll have to catch that on Tuesday's show at 1 p.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel here oh on YouTube. Gosh. That was a great conversation talking about his 2010 you know, Cy Young Award type season and starting mm -hmm. the All-Star game uh, and the only no-hitter in team history. You know, the Rockies also commemorated the 30th anniversary today with some really cool Topps cards. These with, are good. Eh? They are, right? They look so great. Again, of like 10 of the best players, they're, they're, they're better quality than the style that they are kind of based off of the 1993 top. So very fitting, 93, their first year. Did you have a favorite of those cards? Or just as a set, you're like, this isn't a great set. As a set, this is so clutch. It's so good. It's so good. This is probably one of the best giveaways I've seen. Um, and also, like, I heard a bunch of people in the press box mentioning, because, like, I haven't been around for a ton of, you know, Rockies home games. Sure. Um, uh haven't been around for a ton of giveaways. This is such a big giveaway because usually when you get cards, it's like one or two or three or yeah. whatever. It's never a set of 10. It's never like, a set. so good. And it's never just Rockies. Mm -hmm. And it's never just the greatest Rockies of all time. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Actually, if you look really close, the cargo one is like airbrushed. You can't see it in this photo, but it's, you have to look on your actual cards, I think. But it's like airbrushed. So it must have been like from when he came here with, like Cleveland in 2019. I'm like, you couldn't get an actual photo. There's something off about it. If you look at it really Hold on, carefully. Let me reach into my bag. It's then very it. strange. All right, you're going to have to uh, examine that. One of my favorite things when the Mets come to town is sitting in on Buck Showalter's press conference. So you learn a little bit about, you know, what the opposing team has going on and, you know, some of their strategies and, you know, Adovino uh, and, and, and getting Moustakis out on Friday night. Just these different things. But Buck Showalter is kind of quirky, kind of funny. I was going to say, Buck Showalter is one of the more yeah. interesting dudes in baseball. Low talker, too. So we all had to get in. And as soon as everyone's kind of their shoulders slumps, you know, that goes down, right? They're like, okay, this is over. He's saying hi to the Nimmo family. He's talking about, so he used to, how, how far do you used to drive from Cheyenne to come here all the time? Oh, it was an hour and a half of a drive? He was like shocked. I'm like, is that a lot? Is that closer than you thought? But he was blown away <laughs> by, by the, the commute time from Cheyenne. He's talking about dipping Dots. Are there multiple flavors? I got to put that on my bucket list. He's talking about kidney stones, Tom and Jerry. Literally all in the... What? Why was the, he talking about kidney stones? Is I don't, Buck Showalter okay? This is what Buck Showalter does post-pregame interview every day. Did it again today with, with some stuff. So he uh, he's quirky to say the least. All right, I need... Uh, Need I don't your expertise. Know. I don't, Can I you tell? I don't see what you're seeing. I look at a lot of baseball cards, so I think. I know you do. Um, I think I might I'm have gonna, the eye. I'm going to look for the original picture. Oh, uh, That's wow. what I'm going to do. Is there like a special app for something like that? Google to... image. Oh, yeah. wait. I can reverse image search it. What a... Whoa. <gasps> okay. I don't know how to do this. So there's just something about it that is off. Unless they airbrush the background. It just doesn't look like the other ones. There's something about it. Okay. It almost like has a kind of a, a graininess. Something that was weird that happened. Did you notice Nolan Jones' his belt broke today? I did not notice that. I saw you put that in the notes for our show. I did not see this happen. <laughs> Again, non-thing, just one of those weird things, uh, if you will. That was nice. He did get two hits yesterday, and you know who that was thanks to? Who? Me. 
I am taking credit for it. Please elaborate on how this is your doing. So it was 90s night. The AT&T Sportsnet crew, they got all dressed up. looked great. They played all kinds of 90s music. I love that they dressed up. They all nailed it, by the way. And they had so much fun, too. They did. It, It actually looked really good. And although half the time they were playing like music from the 80s, and I'm like... I'm going to give you a pass because 90s kids remember some of the songs from the 80s. But it wasn't truly 90s. That being said, mm-hmm. music was playing in the clubhouse and we did the old name game with, uh, with one of the Rockies PR folks. I go, who sings this song? <laughs> and Nolan Jones was rocking out. He was enjoying like all the music, kind of knew some of the words. Mm-hmm. Neither of them knew. I said, all right, it's Incubus. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's good. I'm like, this would be this part in the song would be good for walk up music. And Nolan Jones goes, oh, I got to get walk-up music since I'm, since I'm here. He didn't have walk-up music. He didn't have walk-up music for his first game on Friday. So I'm like, oh, Kev, come on over. So Kevin from PR, he was right there. <laughs> but I'm like, this is the guy. And he goes, I want Youngin by Rod Wade, Rod Wave featuring Jack Harlow. Boom. They get the music for him. What does he do his first at-bat? Oh, Base my it. What does he do his second at-bat? Double. You're welcome, Rockies Nation. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's okay, fair. It, I, always, I, it always surprises me when dudes don't have walk-up music. Yeah, I, I have. Or they, like, didn't pick it yet. I can take no credit for that. But I did see him after the game today. He was like, hey, we were going there for a little bit. We had it going with the two hits and two at-bats. He did end up getting a hit today. Defense has looked really crisp over at first base. So good for Nolan Jones. We love to see that. Good for Nolan Jones. Have you found anything on this reverse I image business? I um, haven't, and uh, I, but I... I think I, I think I'm gonna figure it out. Okay. Look, I have a great eye for knowing when things have been photoshopped on baseball cards, and I believe you. When guys have veneers, when people have veneers, you fake have a good teeth eye for that, and toupees or hair plugs. Those are my three areas of expertise. Other than that, I need glasses, as I'm wearing currently on the show. Um, I do <laughs> not have beer goggles, but hey, sometimes you have that when you drink Breckenridge Brew. Avalanche Ale, that's the beer to have right now to cool down because the temperatures are starting to warm up. It's not Mile High City Golden Ale, it's the Avalanche Ale because it blends that pale chocolate and caramel malts in a well-rounded, Ooh. flavorful beer. Beer, uh, it's well-rounded, so it's versatile. It's like a utility player. It's like Harold Castro. <laughs> so now you go, all right, Harold Castro in April. I don't know if I want to associate with the Avalanche Ale if, if you're saying it's the Harold Castro of Breck Brews. But now the dude... The dude's oh, been very critical. Harold, come on. He's been critical off the bench against right-handed starting pitchers. He's been really great. Breck Brew is made with 100% renewable energy, made 100% Colorado ingredients. It's made here in Colorado. You love to see that. Go to breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. And I see everybody in the chat. I do. I see everybody oh. popping off in the chat. And the reason for that is because I got on my Shady Rays. Now, sometimes the lights can get really bright, and you need some polarized shades. Yes, and I typically am not a big fan of buying stuff that might be off the rack or yeah. online, independent companies. Tiff, get this close-up on Patrick over here. Oh, no. Oh, you have mind. a close-up cam. I do not. Okay. <laughs> I intern I... took the third camera this weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I've known this for a week now, but that's okay that I don't have a close-up cam, and you do. Because I think it's still fitting. But it doesn't matter because that's how good these Shady Rays because even far away, you can see why, you know, over 200,000 people have rated Shady Rays with five stars. It's fantastic. Use code DNVR. Buy one, get one free. If you lose one, they can go ahead and replace it. If you break a pair, they're going to replace it. If you don't like it within 30 days, they're going to refund it for you. 
head down to the Park Meadows Mall if you buy two or more pairs. Rather, yeah, if you buy two or more pairs of polarized shades, boom, you can get them for 50% off. It's really a great deal. They look wonderful. And they always help me out, definitely in a pinch, if I don't have my prescription lenses. These do a wonderful job. And they don't give me a headache because they're not prescription. There's something about the, these polarized shades yeah. from Shady Rays that allow me to still be functional and still look good at the same time. Yeah, Shady Patrick, Rays. crushing it. Thank crushing you, I appreciate it. Uh, That's that. your best look. I always say that. The Zach Veen look? The yeah. Jordan Beck look? Um, I thought I heard that Zach Veen hit a grand slam this weekend. He did in the ninth, I think, on Saturday night, didn't he? Feel like that's uh, he's he's been crushing it in uh, in a, in a pretty big way. Yeah, Sean Dowdle, thank you for the love in the chat. <laughs> the original Blake Street Bombers, man. So good, so those, good. Those I'm cards like, are really clutch. So stoked about these cards. Yeah, we sh- I you also be. I snagged an extra set for my <laughs> nephew, and oh, I snagged nice. an extra set for my godson. They are two like different that. people. <laughs> I do like that. Are you going to get those cards graded and see how much a PSA ten? <laughs> commemorative baseball card is worth these days. <laughs> yes. That's good. That's yeah. the, not a bad idea. And yes, James, we will always blame interns for all of our issues. They're the ones probably getting on the DNVR Rockies account on Twitter with those <laughs> off the wall things that are like, Hey, that's borderline. I don't know. It's, it's an intern. They're the ones talking all the shit. They kind of Definitely. are. They kind of are. Speaking of talking shit. It's our new segment, Talking Shit. Oh, no, it's different. No, it's slightly different. We're doing a Sunday roast. How many shits are we allowed before it becomes uh, an expletive? Do we need the E? Um, Three shits? <laughs> uh, actually, that's four shits. Five shits. That's six shits. Damn it. Reel it in. Reel it in. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh, all right, so we're going to play Sunday Roast, uh, which is not actually a game. It's just me uh, picking out some of my favorite roasts. Um, this one... This didn't age as well as I hoped. I put it together when the Rockies were leading like 11 to 6. Ooh, they were up a lot. They were up by a lot. And then like the game, that game got really close at the end. Like that game had no business getting that close. Yeah, Justin Lawrence comes out. I know he's given up a couple, maybe three of his last six appearances. He had be given up a run. But still, you know, ERA under three. He gave up three and got the win. Rockies won. So it's who, all right. Who asked in post game? Someone asked... Was it Patrick Saunders maybe who asked this about, mm. like, listen, we've uh-huh. been relying on this bullpen. Yeah. Do you think they're getting a little tired? Because a lot of the guys who've been so incredible, like like Justin Lawrence, not so great today. Jake Bird, Brent Suter, we saw that on Saturday Brent night. Brent Suter, yeah. What it's happened catching there? Up. It's catching up a little bit to them, I think. You know, obviously they've got a stretch of 17 games in seven day, 17 days. So yeah, yeah. they're playing straight through. They won't get an off day until... You know, next Monday, if they can survive until June, it'll be really interesting. The bullpen, that is. I mean, mm-hmm. the team in general, but even the bullpen in particular, because that's been the backbone. We've said it before the season. The backbone this year will be the bullpen. You can't have your back broken like that. You cannot. No. So if well, they you know can, what? Oh, no, sorry. Continue. If you can survive until the, you know, the end of June, July, there are an odd amount of off days in July. Every Thursday hmm. is an off day. Okay, thirsty Thursdays for me. For Let's the Rockies. Go. A couple other Mondays where they've got like a two-game <laughs> set against Houston. And we got an all-star break. So if they can survive until the end of June, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can maybe sneak into the postseason in that final wild card. The oh National League has got a lot of compression. A lot of compression. Knock on something woodish. That is wood. That is wood. The DNVR sign is wood. Look, we can agree it's wood-ish because that means it's wood-ish. Or wood. It's like greater than or equal to woodish. 
It's at least woodish. You know what? We have to count our blessings because we have, I'm just like steering it in the right direction. Um, uh, what do we steering have? Steering it, steering it. We have a bullpen. The Mets, their pitching situation is a disaster. Some uh, might say they weren't even there, like in this first tweet. Uh-oh. Oh, no, the entire Mets pitching staff was on the plane. <laughs> oh, you liked that one. Yeah. That they, was a genuine laugh. That was. Yeah, they might have left early. I'm not going to name names, but so I went into the Mets clubhouse. I wanted to talk with Pete Alonso about the 2021 home run derby. Thought that would make for a nice little piece. Uh -huh. You know, hey, you're back here. He did end up hitting a home run on Saturday. So I went on Saturday, went in on Sunday, kind of catch the vibes. Max Scherzer, he's intense, even walking around with his little sandwich wrap. He was walking down the hallway <laughs> with a purpose. And I'm like, this guy is intense. And then Justin Verlander walks by me going the other direction, totally calm. Like they are two different people. It's really interesting to see. Did anyone see Kate Upton out here? Did she make the trip? I don't know. I'm assuming she didn't, because if we didn't see her. That's true, yeah. She'd be hanging out at Milk Market or, yeah, <laughs> something like that. They do have a kid, by the way. They have a daughter. They have a daughter. They have a daughter. A daughter that does not have a pack of commemorative 30th anniversary Rockies cards. But, that being said, <laughs> one of the Mets relievers on one of the days uh -huh. was, uh, was playing Nintendo Switch. Really? Now, look, there's downtime before games, but it was just kind of curious of, huh. like, just going to town, got the earbuds in, playing. And because I'm not like a gamer, I wasn't like, so you got the new Link, the new Zelda? What are we, are we Zelda-ing? Got some Metroid? Are we? <laughs> you don't even know what I would ask in that situation. Like, you playing, are you playing some Ms. Pac-Man? Hey. <laughs> Let me that, get in on that. <laughs> is that the new Kirby? What's going on with that? <laughs> is that the new Sonic? Like, Sonic's not even Nintendo. It probably is by now, because Sega doesn't exist. So that goes to show you, I don't know. You both you know? make me sad. Yeah. Well, Susie Why? used to be a big Atari I'm, I'm girl. I'm a big gamer. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just not. <laughs> so what's in case... In I case... love a good, a good crossword when I get home, Aww. you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Tiff, give us a little help. Next time we're in the clubhouse and someone is rocking a, a Nintendo Switch, what's a good like opening meet cute line that we can have to these guys? <laughs> By the way, I noticed my shoulders are doing a little I shimmy know, when I, I said like meet cute. I like a little shimmy with the meet cute. Uh, Tears, Tears of the Kingdom is the new Zelda game that's supposed to be like... <laughs> You know, off the walls, bonkers, crazy good. So, so there that's is a new a Zelda one. game. There's I was a new right. Zelda game. Um, Should I say TOTK Zelda? I mean, get real hipster? Ooh, you, or no? you could. Is that too much? Uh, you could usually just refer it to Tears of the Kingdom, but you know, okay. you know, abbreviating it might work too. Um, I still play GoldenEye, so I mean, that's just that's just me. But that's a classic, you know. You know, if you can find other people that really appreciate the classics, sure, you'll be fine. That's it. Okay. Nice. I, yeah, I'd, I would just say open with Zelda. I could never even beat Super Mario Brothers. I just I played the more, more of the sports games than anything. So go ahead and roast me. Ah. Segway back to the thing no, we were no, doing. No, no, I will <laughs> roast you because I don't play any games. I played like one video game growing up. Yeah, the Spice Girls game on PlayStation. So wait, so did you ask for an entire gaming yes. unit for one video game? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Spice Girls game was fun. You know, you just like, you arrange the song yeah. and you choreograph yep. the dance. And that is more my speed. <laughs> I do actually That's know that. That's more my wheelhouse. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it was like an early Dance Dance Revolution kind of thing, huh? No, but you don't do the dance. You just like. You tell them to do you it. You tell them to do the dance. But like me and my <laughs> sisters would then also do the dance when they would replay the dance. So we would like put on these like shows. You took it to another level, actually. We really did. That. Yeah. Well, we're like, 
we obviously, like, I'm me. My sisters are also related to me. We love the attention. All right, so uh, the homie Luke, who's now been in the press box for the Denver Gazette, uh, I, I asked a couple people, I go, how many Spice Girls will Luke be able to name? Oh. Because I think If You Want to Be My Lover was on. He knew the lyrics. It's like an iconic song. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I wonder how many this, this young man, about 24, 25 years old, how many Spice Girls could he name? How many do you think our guy Luke from the Denver Gazette I'm going to give name. him the benefit of the doubt and say that he knew all of them. I figured it would be a low number, and I was right. He didn't know any of them. Ah! He goes, I go, how many Spice Girls can you name? And I was like, he goes, paprika, <gasps> oregano. I was like, oh, whoa. That is He wasn't even kidding. He had no idea how the spices work. No, that is embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset. Even Renee, shout out to the, the homie Renee. From Purple Row. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, I don't know any of them. I'm like, I guarantee you, you know all of them. And then she went. She got four. Had to think about it. Dug out the fifth one. So even when you don't know, the one she didn't you should know. know. All right, that's your trivia question. I don't, think, I don't think you'll get it. You don't think you'll get it. I'm going to say she forgot <laughs> ginger spice. No, she forgot posh spice. You should have went with your gut. It was ginger. Oh, my god! I know. That's what I was like. But she, she nailed it. She was it. the only one who was like actually a... Like a spice. If you don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah. She was technically paprika spice. Like if you want to say cumin spice because the red hair, you know. That was it. We are clearly getting towards the end of the show because oh, we're, we're getting deep on the Spice Girls. We're we getting, get more roasts. <laughs> we, right. we should be getting roasts in the chat right now. Uh, chat, you're falling asleep. It, Let's We're going to bring it back to the uh, Mets bullpen because I love roasting them. Uh, they just take away their happiness. Ooh. <laughs> Hurts every single time. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta call uh, cousin Jordan to see, get an update, mm -hmm. a health, health status to see how he's doing. He was at a Blink One Eighty Two concert last night, so he's, he's ignoring the Mets properly. I don't know if he's continued to learn how to play piano. Okay. Because the Mets are gonna, are gonna do this to you. They are. They um, are. the next one up, those blaming cores. Remember, this is the same Rockies team. This is the same Rockies team handed. I guess this is a little, maybe a typo. Uh, <laughs> the same Rockies team handed the Mets their ass at City Field. And that is a fact. Uh, a typo on Twitter? No. No. Let's get out. Be. Yeah, uh, Rockies actually win the, the season series. They took two or three in City, mm -hmm. took two and three in Coors. How about that? Yeah. This is also the that? vibe. This next one is the vibe from Mets Twitter. You know, I don't know what movie that's from. It makes me think it's Dreamgirls, but I don't know. I actually don't know either. I feel like that's a good guess. Straight up depression. Yeah, man. Mets fans. Uh, too bad, so sad. You know, don't don't really care. Um, uh, I like this next one. You score seven runs, you should win the game. Unless you're the Mets bullpen. Ooh. Ooh. Although, to be fair, like, this is a very coarse game. Like, you can score... Obviously, I was just like, ah, you can score 10 runs and still lose. That literally happened to the Mets. Uh, you can score a lot of runs and still lose a game at Coors Field. That's yeah. Coors for you. Look, I, you're, I imagine... Your local Taco Bell will be participating on Memorial Day. You can get those free tacos, whatever the deal actually is. But yeah, you get tacos. Mm -hmm. you, well, you have to buy two and then you a, get two free? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, I mean, Rockies fans are eating well right now. I say, I say that much. No, these are facts. These and, are facts. And bring back the quesarito, you know, for Jokic. I mean, oh, come for on. Jokic. Bring back the quesarito. Yes. Say that. When you get your, when you get your Rockies tacos, also mention it to somebody. And maybe they'll, they'll float it up the executive chain. 
Yes. Maybe. We got one last one. Yeah. Mets losing two of three mm. twice to the Rockies is unacceptable, especially after the run we had recently. It's May 28th, but still, a Mets fan tweeted this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were on a little a little hot streak. They had been playing a lot better since that Rockies-Mets <laughs> series in New York. But with today's loss, Mets fans, y'all ain't over 500, 27 and 27. That Not is, great. I mean, uh, when you spend all that money on a team, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. You, I would be upset too. I would be melting down. Man, Steven Steele in the in the chat, four tacos for two bucks. Do you, Steven, do you own a franchise? Like, I feel like <laughs> only franchise, <laughs> franchisees actually would actually know the know, details. <laughs> know the details. Steven, what's your local Taco Bell? Give them a shout out. Let them know. By the way, you know what I, because I, I don't really do Taco Bell that much anymore. I would be very much afraid to go on Yelp and, and read and read reviews of fast food restaurants. But that also would be a very good time, wouldn't it? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I did it once for Coors Field yeah. Reviews. We will have to do that. That might be a good off-season activity. Okay. Reviews of the Coors Field food or just Coors Field in general. Because uh, you know what? I think I, I've written one Yelp review in my entire life. And it was not a good one. It I was a bad one, wasn't and I, it? I don't even remember writing it. So this wow. was like this was like more than 15 years ago. Like Yelp was brand new. I wrote a review on the Mets and I wrote they suck. I was going to say that's, that's how it. mad you were because if you're if you're writing only one review ever, you have to be like really mad. Yeah. And I just wrote they suck. And I think there that's- were definitely some beverages involved. Like there's no way there wasn't. Wow. So this is almost on the precipice of city of Shea or City, because 15 years ago is 2008. I've 2008 never, was the last year of Shea. All right, so it would have been 2009. I never, I never maybe? got a chance to go to Shea. All right, I know. What's your? Uh, this is a great time to plug your Yelp handle. Uh, our <laughs> handle on Twitter is at dnvr underscore Rockies. At Patrick D Lyons is where I can be found on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? I'm at the Susie Hunter on all platforms, including Yelp. Yeah. What? Yeah. We've found a new one. Dominating <laughs> yeah. on Pinterest. One time on Yelp. <laughs> we got to get a second review here. That could be a new segment. Susie's Yelp reviews. I'm going to go back and write another review on the Mets and just write ass. Because <laughs> that more Can aligns you, with how I talk now. Here's the thing. Can you leave two reviews? Yeah. On the you, same place? Yeah, you can. Mm, I feel like that skews the numbers a little bit. But you can go to a place more than once. Yeah, but so Steven here, owner of a Taco Bell, as we have established... <laughs> He's going in and he's just giving himself all kinds of five-star reviews. That's going to pump up the numbers on his Taco Bell. That's I'm not okay with that. You know what I mean? I don't know how it works. If there are any Yelp community managers in the chat, just like chime in. Yeah, James James is definitely one in our chat as he points out. Yeah, you, you're probably a little bit tipsy there, I think. Ha, uh, definitely. Like, yeah, White Claw wasted maybe. It's pre White Claw, but still. It was pre White Claw. That's it. That was like vodka soda, Sue's back Ooh, then. Red Bull. Red Bull yeah, Vodka? Yes, unfortunately. Post Mike's Hard Lemonade, though, too. Actually, I used to be a Mike's Hard Lemonade rep. I would go to liquor stores and like pour out li pour little samples. And Wow. I know. But now who do you rep? Rep, rep Brew, Brew, all day, every day. All day, every day <laughs> is how we do it, except actually next week we only do it for four days. But other than that, it's really every day. <laughs> yeah, we every get, day on Twitter. We get least. Memorial Day off. You'll be, you'll be tweeting. That's it. Or someone I'm, will be tweeting. The intern. I'm yes. not tweeting. Plausible deniability, Susie. Someone will be tweeting <laughs> Someone on Memorial will Day because there is a game tomorrow. 
The Rockies have momentum. And you know what? I mean, technically, we've got momentum on the show. But you know what they say about podcast momentum? Patrick, we've got great momentum, but I would love to know what they say. It's only as good as your next show. So we will be back Tuesday at 1 p.m. with Derek Montilla from PHNX Diamondbacks right here on the DNVR Sports Channel live on YouTube.